Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are sisters, wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to do what you can, where you are, and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we're discussing today, check out our show notes at wifestylehustle.com. You're listening to Wifestyle Hustle. You've heard it said that lasting marriage is hard work. Good things come to those who work hard, and marriage is work. But it's also extremely fulfilling to build a life together and raise kids. I dare say it is one of life's greatest accomplishments. Today, we're going to talk about it. To start, we're not experts on marriage. And neither are we counselors. So, (laughs) our advice basically just comes from having a good marriage. And I'm not really... I mean, I'm pretty sure my husband would say the same. (laughs) (laughs) Mine would. We'll, we'll talk to him after they listen to this. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, I'll ask him before we put it up. So if you guys hear this, they agreed. And if you don't, well, we just won't ever have to, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. So to start, we want to talk about being intentional in your relationships. For my husband and I, this is huge. Small gestures mean the world. Now, we could go out and have an extravagant weekend away, which would be lovely, but it would. It wouldn't be, in my opinion, worth as much as noticing needs in his life. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, noticing that he's out of shaving cream and Making sure that by the tech next time he needs to shave, he's got some new shaving cream. Which, if he does listen to this, he's going to know that I'm completely making up that particular <laughs> example. Because <laughs> I don't know if I've ever noticed that he's out of shaving cream. But I have noticed when he's out of the hot peppers he likes. And mm-hmm. I do know that he really likes the hot peppers that we grow in our garden and I pickle for him. Those are small things. I didn't actually make it this year, but sauerkraut. He adores sauerkraut. And every year, except this one, I (laughs) make it and make sure that he has it. Time got away from me this year and I didn't make sauerkraut, but I did make peppers. But noticing those little things that will make his life easier and just being intentional in making sure that those things are there without him having to really think about it. Mm-hmm. And the reverse is also true. I so appreciate when he clears the snow off my vehicle before he leaves for work. He has to be, a, he leaves for work at a little after seven. And if he knows I have to go somewhere and it snowed the night before, he always clears my car off. And that means the world to me. I, it's just the little things and I, it's just, it's important. And those are things that, I think are more fulfilling than a weekend away. Yeah, it just definitely. It, it makes you think kindly when they're not there. Yep. And you guys have a little bit, because your husband works such long hours, you have a little bit more 
time of separation, I think, than we do, because my mm-hmm. husband works from home a lot. But it's it's doing things in such a way that you know it's the way that the other person likes it done. And, and in the mm-hmm. last, like five or so years i've been thinking about this more and more trying to fit you know our lives together in a way that's more convenient for both of us and just that thought process and he does it too just to do things that don't rub each other the wrong way and the intentional action in that vein of thinking and it's not always easy because it's a less selfish approach. And as people, I feel like we're kind of designed to be a little bit selfish or to look out for our best interest. And that's not just me. I'm pretty sure everyone is a little bit selfish. It's the way that we've survived, you know, for all this time. <laughs> but in your marriage, that's not a good idea. Really, you know, it's better to be selfless, especially when the other person feels about the same way about you. So you're mm-hmm. always looking out for each other's best interest, and you're always putting the other person first in in everything that you do. And And I do think it gets easier as you've been together for longer, because you get to know each other a little bit better. And be able to understand what things the other one will really appreciate. It's that Love Languages book. Did you did you ever read that? I didn't, no. Nope. Oh, really? Huh, I thought everyone read no. that book. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe. But it's <laughs> all, the, all the ways that your spouse feels love from you the most, I guess. So... In the book, it's like acts of service. Oh, man, I'm stuck there. I read it once a long, long time ago. (laughs) And I do really like acts of service. So maybe that's why I'm stuck there. Actually, I think mine, mine ended up being... Okay, it might be acts of service. I really don't know. I'm sorry, people who read that book and loved it. But Lauren loved it too. She just can't remember any of it. I know. Well, I remember the part that pertained to me. Selfish. Right. <laughs> but like I was saying, the the longer you're together, the more you learn about each other, the more able you are to do those little things that the other one so appreciates. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like in marriage there's this and a lot of people say this, there's a honeymoon period. There's a period oh, where yeah. you're super in tune and you really want to you know show it and you know show your love for your other for your spouse and and that in my opinion it's keeping that alive because the longer you're married I feel like the harder it gets to keep falling in love you know every day and being and looking to this one person as the person who makes you the most happy Mm-hmm. And I I say something to my kids, which I, I don't even know if I should probably share it, but I do say it to my kids, so maybe I should. But I tell them that dad's my favorite, which is true. 
He absolutely is my favorite of our family. He's my favorite person. And yep. they, they roll their eyes and they go, oh, mom, we know. And I'm like, but you want him to be my favorite. <laughs> because right. when we're happy, and my teens are older now, so they, I don't know that they really get it yet. But I want them to know that when they grow up and they get married, their spouse should be their favorite person. And, and you know, you, you love your kids, but your kids are going to grow right. up and move away. And that, right. that's becoming more and more real to me right now because my oldest is 18. But when they're all gone, your spouse is still going to be there. So you have to keep falling in love with them and keep yeah. doing those little things that they like and that keeps you connected. I was going to say, it is hard. Like when... The doctor places that sweet little bundle in your arms. Everything else flies out the window and they become your world. And, you know, they need you all the time. They're nursing all the time. They're waking up in the night. They, they just need so much from both of you all the time that sometimes it's hard to remember that they aren't the most important person in the world. <laughs> and right. I feel like it's something that you have to get back to, you know, after the baby stage is over or that you need to remember in the moment as well. But it's a little harder since you're all sleep deprived and <laughs> off your rocker a bit. <laughs> Yep, I I definitely feel the same way. I but for me it was it was intentional. Like I I had the sweet little babies and they were my whole world and I let them be my world for a while. Like, you know, a few months or something like that. And then I I had to remember that they they can't mm -hmm. be my whole world because they are going to grow up and move out. And the time that I get with my husband is finite compared to the time that I spend with my kids right now. I'm with my kids all day long and my husband is working. So I definitely do have to fight for that time with him. Mm -hmm. So that can be dates that you go on. That can just be you going and sitting in the car together for a few minutes after... He gets done with work or after you're both done with work mm -hmm. and, and just making sure that whatever happens home. in the house while you're in the car, you'll deal with it when you go back. In exactly. <laughs> It'll be okay. Well, I mean, I'm not recommending okay. that you leave your newborn like alone in the house. <laughs> well, Maybe no. that's not, that's not what we mean, but not really, honestly, when they're a newborn, that's the best, you know, kid time that you're going to have with your husband. They don't it's care. True. They don't even know what's happening. You just set them down and someplace. And they sleep 20 hours a day. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. I'm sorry if you just had your first newborn and you're thinking, this is the hardest part. It's not. This they start talking. <laughs> this is the easy part. I'm sorry, it is. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, moving right along. I'm sorry about that bucket of cold water. This... Leads us right into our next part, uh, <laughs> communication. <laughs> yeah. Communication with your spouse is so, so important. And it is so 
so hard it if is. you have kids. They will scream right they over never you. Leave. They never leave. They are always there. They're always going to be underfoot, and you are going to have to deal with communicating around Them. yelling people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my advice for that would be to find time with your spouse where the kids aren't active. For us, it is, it, right now, it is before anyone gets up. It was after they went to bed, but now I have older teenagers who stay up later than me. And I have my youngest, she goes to bed like a, a kid should, but then I, I have my teens to deal with. So what we do is we usually get up before the kids. So if we want to have a talk, that it's going to happen at 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning. And that's just the way it is. We're both up anyway. I mean, neither one of us sleep in a whole lot. So that is in our family when we do it in other families it might be after your kids go to bed i'm i'm just gonna say it if you have kids and you know who are staying up late and getting up early stick them in front of the television for a little while so you can talk to your husband or go sit in the car (laughs) (laughs) go sit in the car while they watch television (laughs) exactly but it it won't hurt them and it'll help your marriage Mm -hmm. a little tv is not gonna hurt them what'd you say I was going to say, a little TV isn't going to hurt them. Nope. They'll be good. They'll, I mean, honestly, they'll like it. It's true. I mean, as far as I know. As far as my limited experience, the television is a lure that is almost unmatched. It's true. Yep. Mine have always been <laughs> too little advice on television. The You have to make sure that you don't give it too much because then it gets boring. I know. Just enough to keep it exciting. (laughs) It's enthralling, really. Mm -hmm. Now, I've seen, and I haven't started doing this yet, but I'm really looking forward to doing it. I've seen neighbors of mine whose kids have just gotten to the age where they can be at home for a few minutes and they go out for a walk together alone. Mm -hmm. This. is a very attractive idea to me. (laughs) I can't wait to do that. Right now, I always walk alone. And I remember the days when I got to walk with my husband. Most of the time, he was yelling at me to slow down. He thinks I walk too fast. (laughs) But we had, we would walk for miles together and just talk the whole time we're both very talkative you are (laughs) it's great i am really looking forward to it yep summer is super easy for finding time to talk alone for us it's the kids will play or you know just be around but not right next to us so we go walk around the gardens and watch things grow or actually our favorite thing to do is wait for everybody to go to bed and go sit in our Adirondack chairs out back with a fire. That is my absolutely most favorite summer activity is just sitting in our own backyard and have a fire and just talk. It is the best. Yeah, we do that sometimes too. Yep. It's fun. But I'd still rather go for a walk just to get back to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you mentioned that. I did. I I like it. (laughs) 
And talking isn't just talking about family stuff or finances or, you know, the bills or, um, you know, projects you want to do. I, it's so much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. I think it's talking about your life, your dreams, the family, everything. And I think a lot of married couples get stuck in just talking about what's right in front of them. Mm-hmm. And I really think it's important to think bigger than that. You know, when you were first dating your spouse, you talked about everything. And it's so easy to pigeonhole yourself into just talking about what must be talked about. This bill that's coming up or that, you know, sports activity your child is going to be a part of or... I can't think of anything else off the top of my head, but but the things that must be talking about the problem you're having with this child or that friend or, you know, I like to spend time just talking about things that we dreamed about when we were just dating Mm -hmm. or things that we I like rehashing the past too, like talking about. Mm -hmm. Sometimes before we had kids, sometimes old jobs that we had, old friends. It's, I mean, these aren't suggestions. It's just, it's nice to think back sometimes and, and realize how far you've come. Mm-hmm. Both in your marriage and in your lives and, and just appreciate it. Right. Finally, another way that you can hang out is date night. We... We try to go on a date once a month. I know. I have friends that go once a week. I just have no <laughs> idea how the heck they swing that. <laughs> Going once a month is hard enough. It isn't because, again, I I could easily just go for a long, long walk on a date night and be perfectly happy. So it's not about the money. It's about just getting away like getting the time with all the mm-hmm. other stuff that's going on to make that happen yep and like lauren just said date night doesn't have to be traditional you know dinner in a movie date night can be just a walk or just finding a quiet place and stargazing or yeah fun times there's i mean there's so many little things you can do that don't have to cost much of anything and still get that connection time with each other yeah yep and if you are looking for something that costs a little bit extra there's a great way to do it especially if you're living in a new area you're not quite familiar with is ask ask people on facebook where they go for date nights around here there's a what's it called that room that you have to get yourself out of oh uh an escape room mystery yes yeah and they also have an axe throwing thing close by <laughs> we have sounds like a fun date night <laughs> who wouldn't love to go axe throwing with their husband <laughs> i I haven't signed us up for that yet. <laughs> I throw like a girl. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a problem. problem. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> but anyway, it there's, I mean, fun. every every area has things like this. Just have fun. It's, yeah. it's nice to just get away and have fun sometimes. And who better to do it with than your husband? 
Agree. Completely agree. We were going to touch briefly on intimacy and then remembered that your children listen to this show. So we're not going to. <laughs> and someday our children might listen to this show. And, and our husbands are yeah, going to listen to it. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to talk about that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you got something out of our talk today. Find time for your spouse. In all the family chaos, it's hard, but so worth the investment in your family's future. Until next time. Thanks for listening today. This has been the Wifestyle Hustle Podcast. That's W-I-F-E style. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Consider liking and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen. Share it with a friend. It really helps us out. Look for our new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. We'll see you soon.